0: That, that awkward moment where we were like, oh, hi.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: And so here we are again. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. <laughs> Hello. Do you guys notice anything different over there in Land of Druid IRL? Uh, I noticed right away. Can you guys tell? Can you guys tell anything different? Um, despite, despite the fact that her lighting is probably a, a, a tad too orange, which we should work oh, on. Oh no,
1: this is literally what I like my actual skin tone looks like.
0: Oh really? So it's more accurate. Yes. Okay. It well, is
1: far more accurate.
0: That's good. that's good. That's good. That's good. Yes, exactly. Aries nailed it. Better camera. Zilla, Welcome in. He, it, it, it looks like they got it. They got it right as well. Holy crap. Well done. Yes. yes. We finally got to, I mean, they always had the camera. The, the issue was that the cam link we After were cards. using uh, was, was faulty. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's okay. We we got there, we got there. So, uh, and speaking of getting there, we're here once again, my goodness. Wow, Bandwidth and Banter, our 26th uh, episode, right? I
1: think what, that's, yeah, I this, think,
0: this I, one? I think that's right. <laughs> I think that's right. Yeah. yeah and, 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 uh, and, uh, holy crap. Wow. Time has flown. Last week was a fantastic episode. We had Tarconics on. Oh, my God. What a master. Like, so much to learn from that guy.
1: I know. I, I heckin', I just, yeah. It's my guy.
0: He's a wonderful entertainer and uh, just a, a sweet person. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Like, uh, well, well done. Super funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Fantastic. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, it's a new Friday. It's a new day. New Friday. And on this new we day, we, we got an, another amazing person today who's been a, a really good, close f- friend of all of our channels, who's been spending a lot of time with us. And mm-hmm. we just warmed our hearts and easily, you know, has become a part of our our, yes. our combined communities, our, our family of Stormkeep. Mm-hmm. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, He's just also a very sweet person and makes great content on YouTube only right Mm -hmm, now, mm -hmm. uh, or primarily, I I think. And
1: um, I I just want to, I really do want to highlight that this is our first non-Twitch streamer.
2: Mm.
1: This is our first just YouTube content creator. And there was nobody we would rather have that title be taken than by flightless bird
0: exactly then by flight so bird. excited i know me too and okay so it's a little bit different today too on top of the fact that it's our first youtuber um so flightless bird is, is his irl job is in an industry in which he has to be very careful about the social media content and without getting into specifics because that's that's his kind of you know uh personal personal thing to share not ours uh but the the bottom line is is because of that He's going to be our first strictly YouTuber, and he's also our first. Would you call it PNGer or or
1: it's voiceover?
0: Yeah. So he doesn't have a virtual avatar, and he's not going to be on camera. So, uh, but we come up with a clever solution that we we think you guys will like. So, yeah. um, uh, without further ado, let's let's have a warm welcome for the wonderful and amazing flightless bird, YT. Yeah. Say hello, sir.
3: Hello and welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for that just amazing introduction. You guys are, <laughs> uh, you, you talk about accepting me into your family, and, I mean, it's, it's, it's just incredible to be a part of this community of Stormkeep, and I'm... I, I don't. I had an introduction planned out, and then you went off, and now I can barely talk because I'm yeah. kind of choked up. So.
1: <laughs> oh no! Thank we have you. to stop. We have to stop being so nice in the beginning. We keep making people get all choked up and stuff. I'm sorry. I don't I'm think sorry. that's a
0: bad thing. Emotions are good. <laughs> the, we we love all the feels here at
3: Stormkeep, right? <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Uh, But, uh, so I'm the flightless bird. I run what I like to call a story-based gaming channel. Mm -hmm. And what that means is I highlight games, which I believe have good stories to be told. And I want to tell their stories because I believe all stories can be good stories. You know, I mean, all your stories, all of George's stories, all of uh, Lord Stormkeep's stories, um, you know, (laughs) Banana, Mr. Penguin, uh, It'sune, Banana, uh, Zanzilla, you know, I think everyone has a really good story to tell. And people who make games with the focus of stories want to tell a good story. And there's some games which I want to highlight the good stories. I want to play them and experience them. Um, not from the gameplay point of view, but from the story point of view. Mm. So like we played some horror games in the past, like Silent Hill, for example. Mm -hmm. And I really want to dive into what makes Silent Hill such a great story because a lot of people remember as, you know, psychological horror or something like that, Mm -hmm. Uh, playing uh, visual novel games. You know, these are games which not a lot happens in the game, but there is a lot of things that do happen, but they tell a great story. And I love stories ever since I was a kid. You know, I love just opening a book like I I think it was it's the fault of I don't know if you remember, but do you remember the old uh, choose your own adventure books? Yes.
0: Yes. I still own some in a in a a drawer upstairs.
3: (laughs) So, so yeah, that's that's like me. So I, I I had those choose your own adventure books as a kid. And I just remember, you know, even when I died it was a story that was told. Mm. So when you when you read those choose your own adventure books, the, the objective of the book is not to get to the end safely. It's to figure out all the different ways you can go from a single point to just all the different branches that could happen. Yeah. And I love that about games. So that's what I'm really passionate about is just diving into a really good story.
2: Mm.
0: Right on. It, Hey, flightless bird! Before we uh, jump into the interview, uh, wasn't there something interesting that you had had shared with me during our kind of pre-interview chatting and tech tech work um, that's going on in your channel soon?
3: Uh yes, indeed. So uh, when I started the channel uh, many years ago, uh, I, I it was just the birth of the you know what virus that mourned the world, um, and. Okay. And I was I was on homebound from work, which meant I couldn't go to my job, and I was stuck at home working from a computer. And my life was just like in a really bad place. I mean, I'm someone who has a mental health story. Um, I've suffered with depression, and my life just hit rock bottom. and It was a really, really rough time in my life. And I said, I need to change something. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know what it was, but I need to change something. And with the help of some friends, I decided to create a YouTube channel. So on August 2nd, I put up my first video and I started my YouTube journey. So we are about two and a half weeks away from my third year anniversary on YouTube, which I think is really, really cool.
0: That's fantastic! Yay! Congratulations, brother. That's that's amazing. Your 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 YouTube stream anniversary in 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 a little while, <laughs> third year.
3: Well, I've only been streaming though for about a couple months. Uh, oh, okay. so gotcha. uh, I just started streaming on. Um, it was my goal to stream by my birthday this year. My birthday was in May,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and I really didn't know how to go about it, so I didn't do it. And then I made excuses, and then. On my birthday, I, I sat down and said, "Flightless Bird, you said you were gonna stream by your birthday. It's your birthday, go stream. And I just sat myself down, turned on my stuff, and I just did it because I was just like, I just need to do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, even though once my work gets back to normal, I'm gonna have to stream less. It is, it is my goal to try to stream every single Final Fantasy game on stream on YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. And that's my goal. Although I do stream other stuff. Uh, we did Diablo 4. I hope to do uh, Remnant 2 when it comes out in a couple of weeks. Um, uh, Remnant 2 is sort of like Diablo, except with guns and more Dark Soulish, ish But hmm. um, Remnant was a really fun game that I played with a friend. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping that she'll stream it and I'll stream it and we'll like do a co-op stream of it. Yeah. Um, Which will be my first ever co-op stream. So I think that would be really cool.
0: Cool, cool. Right on. (laughs) Thank you for that wonderful intro. Let's uh, help him celebrate today by uh, giving him a warm welcome and uh, figuring out some interesting neato things about our friend Flightless Bird here. (laughs) So uh, I get to start us off today jumping into the interview, uh, Lord of Penguins. (laughs) Um, Please share a boring fact about yourself.
3: A boring fact about myself, uh, who one second, <laughs> I think a boring fact about myself is I, I had this weird thing where if I know I'm going to be in a spot for like a time period that I can't move from. Mm-hmm. So if I go to the movies mm-hmm. um, before the movie like starts, I have to use the bathroom like multiple times. It's like, I'll go to the bathroom, and I'll come back, and then just before the movie starts, I have to go again because I feel like, you know, if it, it's mm. it's horrible to be stuck in, like, one spot <laughs> and not being, in missing something. So I get, like, this really big anxiety that comes over me, and uh, I would say that's a really just boring fact. <laughs> that's that's a great one, though.
1: <laughs> that is so funny. You were, So you know how before we went live, we were, like, Now's a good time to go use the bathroom. That's stormy queuing for me specifically <laughs> because it's always within the like by like the f- by the 40 minute mark of with the banter. I'm like doing the potty dance. And I know he knows <laughs> that I'm doing that. So...
0: <laughs> the potty <laughs> dance. <laughs> yeah, I love it.
1: So relatable. So relatable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great um so how did you pick your youtube name what was the inspiration
3: okay so this is a this is a story that i can tell so so what happened is um my my online presence um i didn't have an online presence i was if i had any online presence in the world i did not have twitter i did not have youtube i did not have twitch i don't have any of that I, I just had discord and the reason i was in discord is just to talk to uh friends you know who play games so I'm in a Discord uh, with a couple of my R- RL friends, and uh, my name was Penguin. It was Penguin because um, my mom, who's still alive, so don't take this the wrong way, my mom loves penguins. Mm-hmm. And whenever I see a penguin, I think of my mom. It's, it's just, like, I see a penguin, I think of my mom. And because mm-hmm. of that, I love penguins, too, uh, because when I see penguins, I think of my mom. So I call myself Penguin. Uh, In honor of my mom. And so I'm in uh, my Discord with friends. And as a joke, uh, Ascendan Firemist, who uh, is a streamer herself uh, and a good friend of mine, uh, she changed my Discord name from Penguin the Flightless Bird as sort of like a joke. Yeah. And uh, I loved the joke. I thought it was great. I thought, hey, that's that's awesome. I love that name. Uh, So instead of going by Penguin, which is a very non-unique name Mm. i I went by flightless bird which is a little bit more unique hopefully but it's still not unique but you know it it gives it a little bit of personality and uh and so when i made my profile picture you know i try to find the goofiest penguin i could find with the the oogly eyes trying to fly in the middle of the air you know trying to stay above and that's just it's just been who i've been ever since and uh yeah i love my mom it's sort of like uh it's sort of like um uh, Bobby Boucher from The Water Boy. I love my mama. That's you know, that's who I am. <laughs> right. I, I'm a mama's boy. I don't mind saying it because I have I have amazing parents, and uh, they really supported me throughout my life. So
0: fantastic. That's
1: awesome. We love your mom too.
3: Yep, that's right. <laughs> so, mama Penguin.
0: <laughs>
1: we love Mama Penguin. Tell her we tell her that Twitch loves her.
3: Mm-hmm. And, and it's funny because I remember growing up uh like she used to get all types of penguins like and decorate her room with penguins like stuffed penguins and one year my dad somehow someway found a penguin that was six feet tall like a stuffed penguin that's like six feet tall and it was it's the funniest thing in the world it uh so yeah we love penguins what can we say
1: that's <laughs> amazing i love that so much <laughs> Hmm. I want, (laughs) of course, Mr. Penguin's was like, I want that. Yeah,
0: that'd be a scary thing to find in a dark closet accidentally. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, uh, uh, Flightless Bird, uh, what D&D class do you consider yourself to be in real life?
3: Okay, ooh, that one's tough. Um, I could go two different ways with this. I'm Mm -hmm. definitely not a bard because I can't sing with the darn. Um, That's for sure. I'm not a fighter because I can't. I can barely get myself out of a chair. Nonetheless, push someone out of the way. Uh, for me, I would probably say I'm either a. I'd probably say I'm. I'm either a wizard or a sorcerer. Okay. Um, and the reason for that is because I, I have knowledge that I've attained mm-hmm. that I can apply, but at the same time, part of my job requires me just to be super spontaneous. Mm-hmm. um so i need to be able to take all the things i know and somehow just do magic and make it work and make it so that um the people i work for are pleased with what i'm doing and so i would kind of say i'm maybe a half class in both um because i like to think of myself as a sorcerer though because just the spontaneity mm-hmm. i'm really good with just random stuff like if uh If someone tells me, hey, I have a job for you. I need you to figure out a way to do this. Chances are, I'll probably find something random that'll work, that'll do it, that people enjoy. Although it's weird, though, because I'm not a really good planner. So I am really bad at saying, and and this is part of my anxiety, too. So if I say I'm going to stream next Friday. All week long, I'm only going to be thinking about that stream on Friday. Like, there's just something in my brain that doesn't let me do other things if something is coming up. So, a lot of the times when I stream, I'll say, like, you know, hey, I'm going to stream uh, two days from now or a day from now. Um, like, tomorrow I'm streaming uh, more Final Fantasy 5 on YouTube. Uh, but I-, I can't really schedule things super far in advance because my brain just doesn't let me focus on anything else except for that thing that's coming up mm. um so i'm much better with the spontaneity i'm much better with you know just throw me in a fire and just let me try to put the fire out i
1: have a question that's kind of are you adhd
3: i don't know if i'm adhd i don't know if I'm that sounds
1: very much like adhd to me
3: it, it, it very well maybe i mean let, let's not forget <laughs> uh I, I grew up in the uh south park era of adhd Uh, Did you ever see the South Park episode on ADHD? When The guy just comes in and slaps the kid and says, sit down and shut up, you know? Um, You know, I grew up in that era where the idea of having ADHD was there's something wrong with you, as in you Mm -hmm. physically need to learn to control yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's very possible I may be ADHD in some way. Uh, It's very possible I may be OCD uh, (laughs) because there are things that happen that, like... It, it's 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 weird though, because when you have depression and you have these like super hyper attentions, um, mm-hmm. it, the two things like do weird things to each other. So yeah. I'll come home and I'll find there's a bunch of dishes that haven't been cleaned in a week because I'm going through a cycle. And for some reason, my attention span doesn't let me go do that because something else stops it. so mm-hmm. it's it's sort of like my brain gets, Shifted all over the place based on mm-hmm. what season it is. Mm.
1: <laughs> yep. No, I completely, I, same boat, man. Same boat. I get it. I get it with my soul.
3: Um, but that's also why, uh, you know, I work with youth. And because I work with youth, when someone tells me they're ADHD, it's like, doesn't bother me because I don't have those strict requirements. I'm not someone who's super strict in real life. Mm-hmm. So if if someone needs to walk around, um, and we're doing an activity, I just let them walk around. I'm like, okay, yeah, you go do what you need to do. I I know you can still hear what's going on.
1: Mm-hmm. Your
3: body just needs to do something else. So it's like I've wiggles. Yeah, I I, I you know all that doesn't bother me because mm-hmm. it's just I mean we have different ways of expressing ourselves, and yeah. not every person is the same way in expressing themselves. And we need to realize that your way of expressing yourself is not the way that everyone else needs to be, too. Um, yeah. so I'm very open, like, kind of like in that mindset. Hmm.
1: I love that. Thank you for working with children. We need more of you.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, tell, us a, tell us about a fond memory that you have with one of the first games you've ever played.
3: Oh, you said fond. i mean okay for me okay so i don't have the best memory and there's a reason i call games blindish on my channel sometimes because i'll call them blindish because i know i play this game i just don't remember it (laughs) and it's it's weird because there's some games i remember really well and there's some games i don't remember really well there's some games i remember because i remember they were really good games i just don't remember why they were really good games uh, so I'll call a game blindish when I know I played a game, but I don't remember anything about it. Um, but I would probably say uh, I remember as a young kid. Okay, there's two stories I can say. One as a young kid, and one as a teen. Uh, I'll tell both stories. One uh, as a young kid, I was I was watching my dad, uh, my dad, my brother, and I were playing the original King's Quest game, and we got to the Rumpelstiltskin puzzle. And I don't know if you know about the Rumpelstiltskin puzzle. Okay, so the Rumpelstiltskin puzzle is basically uh, there's this guy who says you have to guess his name in three tries, and mm-hmm. if you do, you advance the puzzle. Well, okay, so you find out the guy's name is Rumpelstiltskin. Mm-hmm. It's it's not the answer. You had to type Rumpelstiltskin in backwards. So you so you go and you write out Stiltskin and write it backwards. That's not the right answer because you had to type in the word Stiltskin backwards. Uh, using using the backward set of the keyboard, so like if A is over here, then you type in A on the other side of the keyboard or something. Like they made it so ridiculously complicated that it is the most ridiculous puzzle you've ever seen. Um, just go Google Rumble Stiltskin King's Quest One sometime and learn about this story. It is just insane. Uh, I believe in the uh, the remakes, uh, the remasters. They made it so that you could just type Rubble in backwards, but it's ridiculous. So I remember uh, trying to beat the original King's Quest with uh, my dad. Um, but probably one of the most powerful stories I have is uh, playing Quest for Glory, and Quest for Glory Two is one of my most favorite games of all time, Trial by Fire. And I was playing it with my best friend. And we decided one day to take the game world and simulate it. So what we did is we gave each of us a class. And I was a wizard, of course, because I like playing the wizard. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was a wizard. He was a fighter. And we would simulate battles. And I had Legos. um, And I would take Legos and build little like, projectiles with the LEGOs. So I'd build a red circle projectile, which was a five bolt. I'd build a blue one, which is a force bolt. And then we'd go outside uh, by the pool, and we'd have, like, mock battles. And I would, like, fling spells. And, like, I hit my friend with a spell, and he got hit, and he flew backwards in the pool, saying I won the battle. And, you know, we just had these, like, live action role-playing game battles featuring, you know, characters. And I think that's when I really kind of fell in love with the idea of a fantasy setting a fantasy environment i mean i didn't i have no idea what larping is and i still don't know what larping is but we kind of did larping before i even knew what a larp was um and it was it was just a lot of fun and you know those are those are like two strong gaming memories i have that have helped to find me sort of as a gamer thanks for sharing
0: i appreciate although
3: i said this when i was streaming final fantasy mystic quest I never really was a big role-playing gamer until I played Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. And a lot of people judge Mystic Quest because they call it easy mode. Uh, they'll, they'll they'll trash the game. But mm-hmm. for me, if it wasn't for Mystic Quest, I would have never fell in love with RPGs. And then, of course, I played Final Fantasy IV after Mystic Quest, and I fell in love with that. And that became one of my favorite games of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that sort of began me on this journey of you know, being a role-playing gamer. Because, I don't know, it's, it's, it's yeah. weird. I, I can't really remember a time in my life where I didn't play games that were RPGs. But at the same time, I can't really remember a time in my life when I played games that weren't RPGs. So yeah. it's, I, I don't know when that switch happened in my brain. Uh-huh. But I know from uh, King's Quest to Quest for Glory, uh, Sierra especially. Sierra was a huge part of my gaming Growing up. Gotcha. Um, okay. And so, it to me that that's awesome. No around.
0: Um, it looks like actually our next couple of questions you've already answered, so we're gonna jump down. It kind of it's interesting how some of the questions that we had they tied in together. So I'm gonna jump down to the next one and we'll move on from there. Uh, uh, Flightless, tell us what struggles did you deal with when you first started streaming and making content?
3: Um, <clears throat> what struggles? Oof, uh, whew. so, <laughs> um, I would say my biggest struggle was, of course, you know, I I started at the time of the virus, mm-hmm. and um, just dealing with dealing with depression and feeling like because when I have depression, it comes in the form of apathy. I just mm-hmm. don't care about anything mm-hmm. i don't care yeah. about myself i don't care about anything it's just it hits me really hard and I, i'm in the height of my depression i'm feeling apathetic i i i, I have thought about creating a channel um i really helped me try to create that channel um I, I was stuck on a name because i wanted to call myself rpg renaissance and the idea behind my channel Was I was going to play games that I felt needed a remaster or were remastered or need a remake or were remaked or were spiritual successors. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to. So my original channel name was called RPG Renaissance, which is why my email is RPG Renaissance. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I wasn't feeling it and I was apathetic. And then she changed my name from Penguin to Flightless Bird, and that kind of freed me. Because I said, I don't have to limit myself to RPGs. I can do RPGs, which is what I want to do. But with going by Flightless Bird, I can do more than just RPGs, which is what I eventually ended up doing. Um, But I would say the biggest thing that stopped me and the biggest thing that just restricted what I wanted to do and the biggest challenge I had to face was just doing it. Mm. Um, I'm someone who is very I, I, I guess I am super ADHD or OCD or whatever but I am someone who like doesn't want to do something if it's not right so mm-hmm. I, I, I just struggled with that and I'm like I, I, I can't record a video because I know videos can be garbage I can't do this because I know it's gonna be trash mm-hmm. I, I can't do this because and it's just all this I can't I can't I can't I can't and then just like when I started streaming a couple um, a couple months ago you just got to reach that point where you just like shut up Sit down and Click do it. it yep. And and that's like the best advice I can get to anyone who wants to be someone who streams or does YouTube. Just shut up, sit down and do it and do it yep. because <laughs> good advice. Because yeah. you, you will constantly look, your first video is going to it might suck. It. it who cares? Go There's back. Delete button. No, just go back and watch that first video again. hmm and figure out why did you not like this first video? Then the second video, try to make a few changes and then realize, oh, this video wasn't that good. Let me make a third video and then do the third video and figure out what didn't work. But you know, you, you just gotta do it. Mm-hmm. And you just got to be able to accept that you're not perfect. It's yeah. not going to be perfect. And to this day, I think it was like a year and a half ago. So it took me about a year and a half of my YouTube career before I finally realized this. I, I is so, so caught up on my audio. Like, if you go back and watch my original playthroughs of yes. uh, Quest for Glory, from Quest for Glory 1 to Quest for Glory 5, my audio changed like five times. Mm. Like every single game, I changed my audio because I didn't like the way it sounded. And, and it took me a while before I realized, okay, yes, there are some things you can do to make your audio sound more clear. Mm-hmm. but what i was doing was i was trying to make my audio not me because i didn't like to sound of my voice mm. so eventually i got to the point and like i said it took me like a year and a half to finally realize this where i could say okay there's a couple things i can do to make my audio sound a little bit better but i'm not going to go into the extreme yeah. so right now i do not have any filters on this is my most natural voices i can so Mm -hmm. if you go watch my youtube video you'll hear a slightly different voice but the slightly different voice is just gonna hopefully sound a little more clear Mm -hmm. but not different but i was trying to make myself different so i I guess it's because i only do um i don't have a camera i don't have a visual uh for me audio is like the most important thing you can do
2: for sure Mm -hmm. so
3: I, I just feel like that was the thing that stopped me early on. Those were the challenges I faced. It's just, and it's weird because at the end of each video, I tell people always be true to yourself. That's, that's what I believe in. You should mm-hmm. be true to who you are.
2: That's
0: right. And
3: yet it took me a year and a half. And even in that video, I, I forget which video it was, but there was a video that I put out where I said, hey guys, just to let you know, I've changed the way I've done audios now. I may sound a little different because I have been telling everyone to be true to themselves for a year and a half. And yet I haven't been true to myself and it got to that point where i just said um I, I need to be true to myself i need to just be able to accept myself that this is who i am and this is what i do indeed yeah. so yeah if there's anyone out there who just wants to get into the world of content creation just just do it
1: mm-hmm. and don't
3: worry about it just 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 do it
2: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. all 100%. right hundred percent yep um, what did friends and family think when you told them you planned on streaming and posting Let's Plays?
3: Uh... <laughs> um...
1: You could say nobody knows, and we can go on to the next question. Yeah.
3: Or, or <laughs>
0: that you're not comfortable with that if, if you don't want to, you know.
3: No, what, what, what George says is kind of true. Nobody knows. Um... Uh. And the reason for that is because of the need for secrecy. And mm-hmm. um, I, I would I'd probably say there's there's two people who truly know, mm-hmm. um, you know, and those are our IOL friends from before, you know, gaming mm-hmm. buddies mm-hmm. Um, who have been supportive. But none of my friends know. You know, I make videos on YouTube, and that's just. I mean, I, I would like to tell people. But if someone tells the wrong person, mm-hmm. then I would be in a situation where I would either have to quit my job or delete my channel. Mm. And if I had to delete my channel after almost three years, I, I would feel like I'm losing part of myself. So. Yeah.
0: I understand. I do.
1: I get it. I, I, I get it. I
0: don't see myself doing anything else uh, pretty much moving forward. So I got you, brother. Um, so uh looks like actually he's kind of given us the the answer to that one too well in a way but still i'm gonna go ahead and ask this anyway uh tell me what what other tips can you share with future streamers and content
2: creators
3: besides what i've already said um i will say uh, a good tip that i could share is um you know, I, I I feel I think just do it is probably the best answer you can give to any of these questions, mm-hmm. because there's always a what if, there's always a but. What if I had a better mic? What if I had a better video game? What if I had a better background setting? What if I had a better thumbnail? What if I had a better profile picture? There's there's always something. If you give yourself time that will stop you from doing what you want to do.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: And you you need to just ignore all that and just do it. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. You may start with the cheapest, most disgusting sounding (laughs) headset that's ever existed. And you may come out like this because the volume is so bad. Who cares? Who cares? Just just do it. Um, And I mean, even though it sounds horrible, okay, it may sound horrible, just do it. Because the thing is, as you do things, you're going to learn things that you didn't know before. And it is impossible to know something that you just don't know. Yeah. So just, just go and do it, Um, especially on Twitch. Because on YouTube, um, I have videos from three years ago. And like I said, if you watch my original Quest of Glory series or Loom, um there's audio all over the place and it sounds weird and funky Mm -hmm. and that's unless I delete it from my channel that's always going to be on YouTube but on Twitch you guys have like 90 days of retention of your streams or something so you know if you put out a stream and you're like I didn't like that stream who cares just just do your next stream it's not like people are going to go back and probably watch that first stream that you did um and that's that's like the best thing I can say, and the second best thing I can say is uh, don't go at this alone. Try to find people who you can talk to. Yes, like Stormy, exactly. Uh, try to f- <laughs> true it too. Uh, try to find people that you can uh, like be a community with, uh, because for me, I was hanging out with Ashenda, and she was playing uh, No Man's Sky. Mm -hmm. And I know nothing about No Man's Sky. Like, absolutely nothing. I I just don't get the game at all. And yet, I'm in their stream, and I am a part of a few other streamers who stream No Man's Sky. And I don't know No Man's Sky, but I know them. Mm. So I'll go in their stream, and I'll hang out with them, even though I don't know a dang thing about the game, even though I don't even like the game, because I don't understand the game, I'll still go in their stream to hang out with them, because... You form these communities and that's what makes doing what we do so great. It's not necessarily putting out the videos, it's the interaction with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's actually my favorite thing on YouTube is when I see a comment on a video. Someone actually stopped, took the time to say something about a video that I put out. And when they when they make a comment that is long, especially with timestamps, that says, hey, at this time you did this, at this time you did this. At you know, something like that, it just is such a blessing in my life because I wake up in the morning, I see this long comment, I'm like, someone took the time to write this out to share their experience with me. And that's what makes it so great.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> um, what are some of the lessons that you have learned since you've started making content? Um, and when it and like community management. I read that weird. I'm gonna try this again. Take two. <laughs> My brain skipped words. I don't know if you saw that, Stormy. Um, (laughs) Brain words do what, huh? Um, What are what are some of the lessons you have learned since you started streaming, both in terms of content creation and community management? Like, what are some life lessons?
3: Uh, So, if you're on YouTube, um, the best thing I can say is, uh, and this is true with Twitch as well um don't treat people like don't treat people like a collection of letters attached to a chat treat people like they are real people mm-hmm. um and that goes with simple things that you can do to really to really idealize that in your head so for example on youtube whenever someone posts a comment I will always try to say their name somehow in their comments. So when Mr. Penguin comes by and posts a video, you know, I always try to say his name in my comment because I want to let him know that I'm not just robotically responding to your comment. You know, I want to take the time to read your comment because to me, you're a real person. You're, you're someone who I, who I'm having fun with. You're a friend, even though I've never met you in life, you're my friend. And yeah. I, and I, want to treat people that way and i think it's so easy uh on twitch and in youtube or wherever you do content creation to see a collection of names on the right side and not and not see them as people but to see them as just names on the side of a chat um and i remember uh, i was talking with uh enter zero who comments on a lot of my videos is just an amazing guy who's helped me out so much I remember talking to him, and he he one time asked me. He said, "Hey, flightless, um, if you ever were to blow up, and you were ever to go from you know 1,100 subscribers that you have now to 100,000, you know how would you continue to have the community that you have now? Where you respond to every comment, where you talk to people, where you have this interaction?" And I I I, I say, you know, I, I would hope that regardless of what my number is that i would always treat people with dignity respect and i always treat them like they're my friends and i will always do my best to try to have this community which can be accepted regardless of who you are um and i hope that's true moving forward it's what i want to do moving forward and i hope that i can do that moving forward because you know, I, I do know that if you're a big streamer or a big YouTuber, you know, if you have like 100,000 people, you know, how do you get to interact with all 100,000? But, you know, it's just one of those things where if you commit yourself to try to to try to realize that every single person, you know, Zaynzilla, Bobo, Penguin, Tarkonix, Edge, kettle Silverwolf, you know, everyone, it, it, y'all are important. Y'all matter. Y'all are a part of our journey. This isn't just my journey. This is our journey. That's right. Um, that, to me, is what's important. And it's just really it's really important to me um, that people realize. I don't just say hello, my friends, at the beginning of every radio. It's, I say hello, my friends, because I truly believe, hey, just because I don't know you, I haven't met you, it doesn't mean you're not my friend. Uh, I one time heard someone say that. We are all friends. We just haven't met yet.
0: <laughs> yeah, and... it's a great philosophy for sure.
1: Yeah, no, it's Silver Wolf and I are on the same page right now. Mm-hmm. I we're ready to. I'm ready to move on. I feel like
2: <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs>
0: so. I feel it.
1: I completely agree. A hundred percent. Yep. Carry on.
0: <laughs> I, I feel like that you kind of answered this question already, but I'm going to ask it again. Uh, so, what what do you enjoy most about streaming and content creation?
3: So, uh, for me, and, and again, this this goes to this goes to why I started YouTube, which is to counter my mental health difficulties of depression. Um, I don't know if I talked about that, but I don't know if I want to get deep into that, but the the long and short of my story is when I was younger, um, I took this medicine to counter acne uh, because mm-hmm. I had acne when I was 17 or 18. And this medicine I took had a side effect that doctors didn't know about at the time that caused depression. Mm-hmm. And it had caused 57 suicides in the United States. And I had taken this medicine and I was feeling depressed. I remember we went to the doctors one time because I didn't want to go to school. My mom took me to doctor's. And the doctor looked at my mom and said, uh, your kid is depressed. He's not sick. And my mom stormed out of the doctor's office, calling him a quack, saying, what does he know? We have a good life. There's no way he can be depressed. Because we didn't know what the heck depression was back then.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and I remember one day, I was home alone, which is a really bad place to be when you're depressed. But we didn't know what the heck was wrong with me. Uh, I was home alone and I took a kitchen knife and I visioned my parents on the floor dead with me on top of them. Um, and I just dropped the knife. I fell to my knees and I said, um, God, I need I need something. Please just, like, whatever the heck is wrong with me, I need something to get me out of whatever stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And my parents came home that day and said, okay, we're taking an emergency vacation. We're going on an emergency vacation to try to restore our family. Mm-hmm. And we go on vacation. Of course, I'm depressed, so I don't remember, like, What the heck is going on um we go on vacation and i forgot my medicine at home because obviously i did because i'm not going to remember to take things that helped me at that time in my life so we go on vacation and things are getting better and things are improving Mm. and about a week into the vacation our doctor calls and says you need to stop that medicine it causes depression Mm. and that's when we realized what was going on um so you know the thing about depression though, is even though I stopped taking the medicine, it never has left me. It's mm-hmm. always there lurking in the background, like a shadow ready to attack at any moment. And there's times when you don't even realize that it's affecting you. Um, so I've had to deal with this all my life, but all my life I've at least had some form of outlet. Like I'm not a super social guy. I don't have a board game club. I don't have a D and D club or anything like that. Uh-huh. I tried do some failures but i have at least had people around me in some way and then when the the virus hit and i'm just there stuck at home with nothing to do with no community with no one around me um I, i like i said it was the darkest moment in my life and so creating this channel and creating this community i like to say it's the number one youtube community all youtube um Mm-hmm. Because people don't, I don't think, I don't think people realize that my community has saved my life. Because when I post a video and I see a commenter video, and that brightens my day, what that does is it also pushes my depression backwards. It it, it lets me know there are people who care about me. It lets me know that there are people who love me, and you know that that has really changed my life in a very positive way and so i have told people like before i said you you guys matter you have no idea how much you matter to me and i think some may just think i'm saying that but it's it's real i mean this 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 journey has literally saved my life time and time again and um and, and the best thing about content creation is that community is that that bond that you make with other people it's the friendships that you create Mm -hmm. Um, And again, even though if you've never met them in real life, you know, they're they're still my friends. And there's still people that we can talk games about. There's still things that we can talk about. Mm -hmm. And that to me is is huge. Um, Yeah. And I just... It's so nice to be able to play a game and have other people comment on the game you're playing and say, hey, I love this game too. Let's talk about it. And we can talk about it. And it's sort of like that... It's sort of like, you know, growing up when you play a game before the Internet, you play a game before the Internet, you talk to your friends, say, hey, have you played this game? And you talk about that game. It's sort of like that. Yeah. Um, and that that to me is my favorite thing about content creation is not so much the games, but the connection that I have with other people about the games that I play. OK.
1: No, I hear you. I hear you. More than, you know, flightless, mm-hmm. I'll get into that later. Um, do you have a favorite game that you play on stream?
3: Uh, Oh, I don't have a favorite game. Well, because I do let's plays, um, I don't really have a game that I play over and over and over and over when Mm -hmm. I play one game, you know, I go on and play the next. Um, so the question then becomes, you know, maybe, uh, what was maybe one of my favorite experiences I've had with a game that I've played, um, on YouTube. And I will probably say uh, one of the most, one of, one of the most, one of the games that I'll remember is probably, uh, I put out a poll and I asked people, I said, okay, I'm thinking about playing these RPGs and there were 10 of them. And I said, okay, so I'm going to have two polls. I'm going to group, you know, round A and round B and then put the winner round A and round B against each other. And it was the first ever time that I actually asked the community. What would you like me to play? And a lot of these games weren't games that I knew. They were games that were recommended to me.
2: Mm. And
3: the winner of the poll was a game called Undertale. And I've never heard of this game before. I had no idea what this game was. I had zero idea of what I was getting into. And what I got into was just an incredible experience. And if you've never played Undertale, I highly recommend you do because it was mostly created by one guy, but it is just a game that.
1: Oh wait, I think I know what you're talking about. It looks kind of like uh, it. It gives me like you know the old school Pokemon game vibes.
3: Yes. Yeah, yep. I know
1: what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about.
3: I'm out of the oh, loop. No.
1: I've but seen Undertale it.
3: is it, it's just a game that like just play it, and after you play it, then you'll replay it because you want to see the other branching like stories and stuff. But it's a game that, because it was a community recommended game, because it was my first ever community recommended game, and it was a game that just I didn't know where that game was going until it did, and I was just floored by like all the cool and amazing things that game did. Uh, that for me was probably one of my most memorable experiences, um, and that's not to sell any other game short. Like every single game, I think I played uh has been memorable for one reason or another. And I have cried multiple times playing a game because you know you get involved in the story, you get involved in the motions. Uh, but just just that Undertale playthrough was just ridiculous in the the ways that it took me and the the highs and the lows and everything mm-hmm. in between. Uh, it was a really, really memorable experience.
1: I love that. And I see your comment, Mr. Penguin, which is super cute, by the way. <laughs> I
2: love um,
3: you, too, Mr. Penguin.
0: So uh, how do you decide what games to play on stream or make videos on?
3: So originally, uh, my channel was going to be called RPG Renaissance, which mm-hmm. is games that need to highlight RPGs. And it was always my idea to first play the the game that, to me, mattered the most, which was uh, Quest for Glory, because... Uh, The Coles are legendary uh, heroes of mine, and uh, they actually released a new game called Hero U, which is like a spiritual successor to the original Quest for Glories. Um, Mm -hmm. So I always wanted to start with the Quest for Glory series, but when my name changed to Flightless Bird, it opened up possibilities to me. So I started playing Quest for Glory, then I played Loom, um, and Loom was not an RPG, but it was a game from my childhood that I remembered playing. So I played Loom, I played Quest of Glory, and then I said, you know what? I want to try to branch out and do other things. Um, but I want to try to keep it so I don't go crazy with every genre. Like, I don't want to play just a game because it's new. I want to play older games. That, that's, uh, I remember originally I called myself also the, uh, the classic story-based gaming channel. Um, and the reason I called myself classic-based was because I only really want to play the older stuff, not the newer stuff. Uh, so I decided, okay, well, I was a huge fan of a game called Danganronpa, and I wanted to play more visual novels um, that were like Danganronpa. And by the way, there's a game I'm playing on my channel right now called Rain Code, which is a spiritual successor to Danganronpa. So if you know Danganronpa in the chat, go check out Rain Code. It's amazing. So I decided to play a series called Zero Escape, and Zero Escape is... It's impossible for me to describe this game. It's a visual novel that has uh, escape room situations. So you're locked in a room, and you have to figure a way out. And that's how the game progresses. So you have an escape room, and then you have a visual novel section. They have escape room. And there's someone going uh, There's There's like people in the ship who are dying, and uh, you need to get out alive. So you need to escape the ship alive without dying. Um, and it, it's a really, really amazing game. Trust me. Uh, so I played the visual novel series. I really, really liked that. So I decided, okay, well, I want to play more visual novels and I want to more play more RPGs. So I decided, but I did play loom. So here I have three genres now in my head, I have visual novels, I have RPGs and I have point and click adventure games. So for a while, I just did those three genres. Mm -hmm. And then over time I said, you know what? I hate horror growing up because my parents wouldn't let me watch any horror, uh, because, you know, horror is the devil, whatever. Uh, So (laughs) as I grew up, though, um, I fell in love with a series called Saw, which some people love, some people hate. But I fell fell in love with that series, because I like the intelligent design of the horror genre. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I decided, you know what, let me try diving into some horror. And so I decided to play all the Silent Hills. And so far, I played seven out of eight Silent Hill games. Um, I'm working on the eighth one now. Uh, So, you know, over time, I started out with just RPGs. Then I went from RPGs to RPG visual novels, point-and-click adventures, um, and then horror. And then because I play point-and-click adventures, I also went with uh, what I like to call adventure games. Although I really Mm -hmm. haven't played a lot of, like, pure adventure games, but a lot of choice-based games. Uh, Yeah. So so we played uh, the Dark Picture Anthologies, which was um, a group of horror-type Anthology games, um, mm. which are based on stories. And yeah. for me, that's like the king thing is like every single game I played, I can look at that game and I can say this game had a story that I enjoyed. And that for me has always been my focus, and it's always been something that I enjoy the most out of the games. I enjoy playing for a story. And yeah. when I played the dark picture games, the cool thing about the dark picture games is they're a lot like uh choose your own adventure games uh or books. Uh, So when you play the dark picture games, you have five characters Uh and those five characters could live or die based on the choices you make. So what I ended up doing is um, this is something that kind of evolved over time. But when I play dark picture games from now on, I'll play the first game as me playing through as honestly as I possibly can. Mm -hmm. Then I'll play again where I try to kill everyone and I try to see like what all the horrible choices are. And then I play, and I call it the uh, Ruthless Failure Run. We're going to (laughs) be as horrible people as humanly possible and try to destroy as many lives as possible. And then I play a third time through the game, which I call the Redemption Run, which is we try to do all the nice things as possible to try to make it so we get, you know, the maximum ending. But I love playing those games because they're like choose-your-own-adventure books, Um, you know, except horror. And the idea is that regardless of if you live or die, Um, you still tell a story, which Mm. I enjoy. And I was very fortunate uh, in the last Dark Picture game that came out, The Devil in Me, um, I was very fortunate to uh, co-op that with another streamer, Moose Gaming. Uh, He streamed. I didn't stream at the time, but he (laughs) streamed. And then I uploaded my videos later on. So we played it in one night. Uh, He streamed for like six and a half hours, and I recorded it, and then I uploaded my videos. So I was very fortunate to play co-op with him and mm-hmm. uh, when the next one comes out, we're already talking about it doing a co-op again. And this time though, when we do the co-op, I'll have to co-op stream it, not just co-op video it. Gotcha. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right on. <laughs> I've heard of Moose Gaming before. Uh-huh. I've heard right. that name. Yep.
3: We sure have. I, I think I met, I-, I think like my chain was uh, Ashenifimus to Moose Gaming to Banana Tom to you. I think that's how my- I think
0: is our chain, yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
3: The chain yeah, we- kind of worked
1: yeah we do know that we i I do know for sure we met you because of banana tom
0: bt so however
1: you made it over here to twitch thank you bt yep um oh where where are we Um, um number 14. Okay, so we're winding down towards the end. We are now going to transition right. to some of our goofier topics. Yep. Uh, which we love to end on. We mm-hmm. just love to end on the cheerful silliness. Um, uh, share the least interesting place that you have traveled to.
3: Oh, okay. So I have, I have to say this. So be ready. The least interesting place I ever traveled to was a place called Dope Campbell Stadium, which is the home of the Florida State Seminoles. Screw those guys. Yeah, I hate Florida State. What can I say? Uh, okay, no, but I'd probably say the least. <laughs> There's any Florida State Seminole fans in the chat. Sorry. I just always grew up hating Florida State. Don't be State.
1: sorry. Don't uh, be sorry. Yeah, don't Stand be your sorry. Ground. Heck <laughs> all of them.
3: I, I would probably say the least interesting (laughs) place I ever traveled, which is also probably the most interesting place I ever traveled, Mm -hmm. and that is Washington, D.C. Because there's so many cool things in Washington, D.C., but getting around on the streets of Washington, D.C., makes me never want to drive again. Uh, (laughs) That place, I mean, there's a little like you're driving down a street and there's cars parked on the side of the street on both directions. So there's only one lane. But it's a long street. So it's like, how are you supposed to drive in this place?
2: Mm. What is happening?
3: I mean, that is like, the, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's because I'm mostly from small towns, but I can't ever, I, I, I like,
2: uh-huh.
3: if I ever go back to Washington, D.C. again, um, it's super fascinating because I love the monuments. I love the museums. I love all that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going strictly subway from now on because, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that driving around in that city is just the most uninteresting thing in the world because it's just
0: <laughs>
3: it is not fun
2: yeah um,
0: gotcha gotcha so uh so flightless bird uh n- next question here's a here's a good one what's the weirdest sleeping dream you've ever had
3: weirdest sleeping dream okay let me start with um the worst dream i ever had i'll start with the weirdest no no um, just just
0: tell us one what's the weirdest <laughs>
3: You see, the problem with dreams is you only remember uh, 50% of the dreams. Uh-huh. And then out of those 50% of the dreams, you only remember 5% of the dreams after five minutes. So there's so many dreams that you probably forgot. Do you uh, have, have probably, one that
0: comes to mind? It's okay if it's not the weirdest. If it's the, the strange, you know, that's just, you know. Do, do you have a, a weird dream that comes to mind?
3: Uh, I'll probably say... I'm trying to think. You put me on the spot.
1: <laughs> kind of like.
0: I mean, if if the one that came to mind is this is the the scary one to tell us that one.
3: All right. So probably the weirdest. Uh, this is, I guess, kind of weird. The weirdest dream I ever had was I used to work at a grocery store, uh-huh. and I was, you know, someone who worked with the front end, a cashier, a bagger, you know, something like that. Okay. Um. So you know this, and I do. Um, I had an eight-hour shift Uh that I had to work, Mm -hmm. and I worked this eight-hour shift, and I was tired. It was a long day. A lot of things came up. A lot of weird stuff happened, where like something in the bathroom exploded out water, and there was just stuff everywhere. And And this was in the dream. One of the aisles, one of the aisles, like collapsed and. We had to like shut down the aisle and it was just a lot of work picking it up and it was just a long and tiring day and i was so ready to go home and so i walked over to the 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 card reader to punch out for the day and as i punched out i woke up and realized i had to go work eight hours and ten minutes oh that's that's pretty bad and i was just like Ouch! Should I call in sick today? Oh. Because I don't want to do that again. <laughs> I would have. I would
0: have so called in sick my... that day. Oh, Hold my on!
1: God. I've worked grocery. I know how. Like if that if that happened to me, I would have called in sick for a week. <laughs> I would have been like, "This is too much. Mm-hmm. I can't anymore." I worked the deli. I worked the deli bakery area, and then I would get called up to the front end all the time. So it is. Ugh. Anyways.
3: Yeah, so Engine I think that's the weirdest dream I ever had. Because <laughs> even though it's not psychedelic and there's not, like, a bunch of flying penguins everywhere, um, it was the weirdest dream I think I ever had because it was a dream that, like, replicated real life. Yeah. And I actually woke up feeling exhausted from what I dreamed. Yeah. Um, and it's the only time it ever happened. But that, to me, was... That I mean, was it obviously made real. an impact enough that
0: it was the first thing that come to mind, so I get you, brother.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. Guys, every single human goes to the grocery store. That's probably in this chat. Be nice to your grocery store, people. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you right now, that, that shit be traumatizing.
2: <laughs>
1: Anyways, um, if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why?
3: oh i've always debated this one like back and forth back and forth back and forth uh because the way my brain works is my brain just doesn't say this would be cool mm-hmm. my brain always says the monkey's paw which is this would be cool but mm. dot, dot, dot. what's
0: the negative yeah okay so
3: well, f- pick you know it would be you know be really cool if i had x-ray vision uh-huh. i'm like okay but what if i'm like the guy from Meteor Man who gets x-ray vision and can't turn it off, and he just always sees everything through x-ray vision. <laughs> um, so I think, and, and I'm arcophobic aquif- I'm or acrophobic, whatever that word is, uh, so I'm afraid of flying, so I would not want flying. I think probably if I had a superpower, the one superpower I'd probably want is the ability to, um, to, to stop or, or slow time.
0: okay Um, that's a good one that's an interesting although
3: then again when i say Mm -hmm. that i'm thinking of the twilight zone episode where the guy had that ability (laughs) and he stopped time and he could never restart time again and he was just always stuck in that stopped state so that that kind of scares me But but i remember uh something my uh something my uh pastor once said which was really really cool he said, do you know what the greatest thing man ever created was? And, you know, people gave like ideas like chocolate, obviously, right? Um, that would be my thing. Chocolate. Yeah, that's the yeah, greatest yeah, thing yeah, that yeah. ever created. Um, and he stopped and he said, traffic. And everyone went, wait, what? How is traffic a good thing? And he says, the problem is that we're always in such a rush that we never slow down. And traffic forces you to slow down. And it's very true because in life, we're always like from A to Z, like instantly. Mm -hmm. And we forget all the other things on our journey. Um, It goes back to a story that I heard where there was this guy who climbed a mountain. And he got to the top of the mountain. And he climbed down and a reporter asked him, Hey, what was the toughest thing about getting to the top of the mountain? And the guy was like, oh, it was easy. I mean, it was just... You know, I'm here. And the reporter's like, what do you mean you're here? And I mean, that was an exhausting trip. That that must have taken a lot out of you. Like I said, yeah, but you didn't ask that question. You see, it's not climbing to the top of the mountain that's hard. It's all the little pebbles on the way up. You know, we, we forget about the journey sometimes and we just mm-hmm. go right to the end. But, you know, if I had the ability to slow time or just to just to try to take more in because time is the one thing that we can't control. Mm-hmm. You know, once we do something... We can't ever go back to that thing that we did. Once we say something, we can't go back and ever unsay it. You know, it's lost in the it's lost in eternity.
1: Yes, and, I know.
3: And, and it's just, if, if I could just slow myself down, um, I think that would be the coolest power. If, if I could stop time and go from where I am here to the grocery store and not have to wait at all, you know, 20 minutes in between, <laughs> uh, and that's 20 more minutes that I could have in my life, I think that would be something that would be really, really cool. I think now we you could say why could not teleport? teleport because yeah. I would be afraid of teleporting in a building or something or in concrete. But <laughs> if I stop time, I could just go and get there faster. Um yep.
0: That's a
1: good one. Absolutely.
3: That's a, that's
0: a that's a very clever third you know, fifth brain, five, five dimensional thinking idea there.
3: I would say I would like I to read people's minds, but then again, there's times when I've seen oh, what's in my own mind and I wouldn't want to know what <laughs> someone else's mind is. There.
1: I absolutely don't want to read minds. <laughs> I do not. I do not, because some of the things that people say out loud to me, I don't want to know what is going on inside <laughs> of their head.
0: So... <laughs> All right. So uh, here's the last question before we go into the, uh, the Q&A, the, the open... Uh, part of the of the show, of the interview. Uh, and it's a super important one, buddy. So here it is. Cake yep. or pie? What's that? Cake or pie?
3: Oh, that's easy. Cake all day. Oh, um, wow. Uh, Interesting. I am. I, 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 like I said, chocolate is the best thing ever made. And there's more types of chocolate cake than chocolate pie. Um, so I am someone who loves cake. Um, I, I'm not a huge... I'm not a huge pie guy. Uh, there are some pies that are really good, but for me, I much rather have a slice of cake. I much rather have chocolate cake. Um, my, my mom always said, and again, going back to Mama's boy, uh, my mom always said, you know, if you're gonna ever put anything unhealthy in your body, make sure it's chocolate. <laughs> so don't do drugs, do chocolate. Um, <laughs> so for me, uh, I, I've always liked, I've always liked. Um, cake chocolate cake red velvet cake uh you know that's that's always my jam
1: yeah I'm a pie person sorry I don't like cake I have a grudge against cake because I was a cake decorator
0: yeah so, yeah that's, the...
3: uh, <laughs> <But> that's... <laughs> okay so can I alter the question droid okay would you rather have chocolate cake or blueberry pie
1: well ah if you were listen <laughs> Chocolate pie is heckin' phenomenal, mm. but so is apple pie. So, so, I mean, I'm gonna, pumpkin pie
3: so hey, if you're gonna make if you're gonna if I'm gonna eat apples or fruit or anything healthy, don't put it in a dessert.
0: <laughs> okay, I can it's just weird. I, <laughs> it's fruit I, I, though. I can sort of see that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate your different perspective, sir. That's, that's cool. I,
1: I also listen, though. I also have <coughs> listen. I do also have a little bit of a thing against chocolate cake in general. Um, but that that is a whole nother story. And it's a whole of it's it's a whole long drama. And I'm sure if you ask Izo about it, he'll tell you. Um, but Iso's not here.
3: So one of my one of my strongest childhood memories is when I was a kid, uh, we went on a bake sale. Um, and my mom made this really awesome chocolate cake that was absolutely gorgeous and beautiful. And because of that, it was the most expensive thing at the bake sale, which didn't help because my dad also was bidding on it and everyone else was bidding on it too because they liked it. So my dad won this like awesome, amazing four-layer chocolate cake that my mom spent eight hours making and I decided to be the good son, and I picked up the cake, I took the car keys, and I went uphill to go put the cake in the car, and I tripped and fell. The cake went on the ground. I tried to put it back together, went to the car, and my mom, God bless her heart, she went home, scraped off all the chocolate icing on the cake, added new chocolate icing in the cake, and cut out the parts that were, you know, that that got hit by on the floor, and she basically remodeled the cake to make it look like it was. So I wouldn't feel oh, bad about making wow. the cake. And...
0: That was a sweet thing. Oh.
1: <clears throat> wow. No. Wow. Ugh. Bless your mom. I know. So again, tell tell your mom that uh, Stormkeep loves her. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um,
0: so here's... Okay. here's oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I was about to do the same thing, Stormkeep. Go for for it. Go for it. Okay, so we're now at the part of Bandwidth and Banter where um, we open up questions to chat. Mm -hmm. So, chat, if you guys have any questions for our wonderful and amazing flightless bird, please, please, please ask away. And also... Here's his link. I'll share it one more time. I did post it earlier, but I never announced that I posted it. So here is his link. So go follow him on YouTube. And then also Flightless, while chat is trying to figure out their own personal questions, you're also welcome to ask Stormy and I any questions if you have any. Or, you know, if you have anything you want to share coming up with your channel soon or whatever. This is some open format, open discussion now. But before we do that, I really want to say something. Mm. On the whole, like, you know, I really, slightless bird, I really appreciate your openness about your depression in discussing it. I do think that it is awesome and I really respect it, um, you know, because little thing about me, I also really, I suffer from depression as well. Like it is, it is a, daily thing that is mm-hmm. just really really difficult to deal with and um it hit the feels when you said that your YouTube community uh basically saved your life because it's basically what Twitch did for me so oh. yeah
3: yeah we love you and that's that's the thing is um we live in an age today where we need to stop with this this stigma of there's something wrong with you yeah yes there's something wrong with me we know that but it's no different than if you have a cold if you have a cold you go to the doctor sure. yeah. i mean if if you're feeling ill mentally it's the same as having a cold physically we mm-hmm. need to get to the idea in our world where you can feel bad and not be judged for the way you feel yeah yeah we need Agreed. to be open be able to share and be able to talk with each other because it's only with each other that we can overcome this. That's so, right. A
1: hundred percent.
3: You know, Druid, you have my uh, you have my DM. so if you have any reach out because right. I'm not feeling bad, you know, let me know. Agreed. But, uh, same,
1: yep. right back at you. Yep. Right back at you. Yeah. And everybody in chat, absolutely, like, same. Anytime. Yep. Like, we're all here for each other. That's you know? right.
0: Depression mm-hmm. is, is one of the rare uh diseases because it is a disease it's a dis-ease right mm-hmm. that um is is solved typically you know one of the best ways to solve it is through community involvement you know it's through yeah. friendship and in family and and uh, yeah. i mean don't get me wrong there are times where those kinds of things can can exacerbate it too if, if they're toxic but when you mm-hmm. You know it's it's one of the few things that also you know that it's that that other side of it if you can find that other side of it a, a place that's a that's open and welcoming and warm and uh mm-hmm. in in sharing and caring you know and kind then uh you know we help each other pull out of that and um so i appreciate you sharing that with us sir <laughs>
1: That is also why we have the cult of Nabu. <laughs> <laughs> right. Pupper pictures help make everything better. Yes. as well,
0: Pu- pupper pictures and, and kitty pupper. pictures and, and sometimes food pictures. Burkle. And...
3: <laughs> Burkle. Burb, burb I was picture. able to name a uh, character in Final Fantasy to Nabu and Final Fantasy Four. So,
0: <laughs>
3: do you have any no. questions
0: for us, Flightless?
3: Uh, So while people come up with questions for me, I guess I'll ask a question to Druid Mm -hmm. because I have to know. Um, So growing up, I have this huge thing about it's funny because you you may hear me say this if you're watching of my videos or whatever. But I have a huge interest in characters with green or cyanic care. Okay. Uh, maybe because of Ridia from Final Fantasy IV who had green hair, or Terra from Final Fantasy VI. But whenever I see someone with green hair, I'm always like, yes, that that's my favorite color. Uh, and whenever I make a character in-game, usually I always like to try to make them with green hair. My fact, my druid in Diablo IV, I believe, has green hair. Right. So I had to ask you, lady of the green hair, why mm-hmm. did you dye your hair green?
1: Um. First off, uh... thank you. I love Mm -hmm. the color green, too. Um, Actually, so my bird's feathers are green, right? And it's the same shade of green (laughs) as my my hair. Oh, my God,
0: it is. I gotcha. Yeah.
1: Okay. My Nana was the one that said, now, granddaughter, I've seen you do so many colors, but I've never seen you do green. And it would match your bird.
2: And I'm just like,
1: (laughs) Nana. You're right. You're absolutely right. He was a genius. So I dyed my hair green. <laughs> and um, I love that woman. So I have been stuck with green hair ever since then. It's been a few years now, and I can't not have green hair. So, yeah, it's my Nana. Yay, who's my Hulk big grid. role model. We love, we love my Nana. My Nana's Mama, the best. We love
3: my Nana's. We, we-, we-
0: yeah, your nan is awesome.
1: Okay, okay, I have to talk about. So she's brought up really quick. I have mm. to just say this woman is like four eleven, covered in tattoos. <laughs> covered. She has sunflowers on the back of her hands to cover her wrinkles. She has Elvis Presley on her thigh. Like, <laughs> I, I love her.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. I love her. That's amazing. What a what an awesome role model, I think. She I am to crap.
3: that.
1: And she was also a school teacher. God I used to go. Volu- I used to go volunteer down in her classrooms <laughs> during the summer times before she retired. Mm. So
0: so Banana yeah. Tom had a Anyways. question for for Flightless Bird here. Um, Uh, He he says, I've been saving this question since I saw your logo. Have you ever considered becoming a PNG or VTuber due to your not revealing your ID job issue?
3: Okay, uh, yeah, follow the questions. My life's almost an open book for the most part, except for things I need to keep not open. But anyway, uh, as far as that goes, yes, I have considered that. Um, I brought up Ashina Fiamis before. Uh, She is a VTuber. Mm -hmm. um, And part of the reason she's a VTuber is because of her issues that she can't reveal either. Mm -hmm. Um, I just... I, I think the problem with that is I've done one thing so long that I don't want to change what I've done so far. And what I mean by that is... Um, I have have my videos and Mm -hmm. my videos are, you know, just the gameplay with my audio. Mm -hmm. And in some way, I'm hesitant to have a VTuber or other thing on the screen Mm -hmm. because I don't want myself to distract from the game I'm playing. Because for me, the reason why I'm playing this game is because I want to show off the game
1: yeah and um, it's different on youtube than than with like twitch and stuff yeah um would you like okay well i'm gonna add on to this with really a quick question like because you 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 post let's plays and you also stream
2: mm-hmm.
1: so would you ever consider having like your let's play stay as the same formula but adding the vtuber just for like your live stream so that's another just kind of a differentiation from your live stream versus your your let's play
2: mm-hmm.
1: was that something that you would ever consider? Just out of curiosity, I'm not trying I, to fool you.
3: <laughs> I've actually never considered that. That's something <laughs> I'll have to consider. Uh, consider so, like it. on my streams, I
1: I do that have to little dip- penguin on the side. It's I like think, a little penguin.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that would be
0: awesome. Yes, uh, I and, think
3: I think the biggest I think the biggest hurdle mm-hmm. for that would be getting the uh the thing to work uh not not just getting the thing to work but also um i I would probably have to pay someone to design it and and that that is is true i don't really have the means to really guess um, what do that
1: guess what
0: i think this is a super
1: awesome I'm just going to say right now, you have a very awesome community of people that A, will either help you raise money for that, B, knows an art, because guess what? I actually know an artist who's working literally right now on figuring out how to do those kinds of things. So I will get you in contact with them Mm. because they are practicing. They won't be charging a lot of money. And yeah. then we'll figure out how much it is. And then we'll just do a fundraiser. That's what we do. That's what we do around here. That's right. Just let us know.
3: Sounds good. Okay. Um, if it's what
0: you, if it's what you want to do, no pressure. If we, that is, yeah.
1: if that yeah, is, if you're I like, nah, I don't want that. Then it's cool. But guess what? I, I we know be people. Cool
3: to do, uh, I think it'd be cool to add to live stream. I think that'd be cool. Yeah.
1: Just to differentiate the two. So um, Mr. Penguin.
0: Uh, real quick, we have, uh, we're running at it. We're running short on time, but I want to get these last two questions out because they're important. So Let's go. uh, we got a, quick be- they're, they're a question from Mr. Penguin and a qu- question from Iltacene. Uh, we're going to do them in reverse order. If you can uh, answer them as quickly and succinctly as possible, that'd be awesome. So Let's uh, go. first one from Iltisine. what is the highest view count you've had on a video? Also, what is the average view count you get on your videos?
3: Oh, I don't, I don't really know the second one, but I'll the first one. So my most successful video of all time is our, our video called Let's Rank Zero Escape Characters, where I took all the characters from the three Zero Escape games, I ranked them from 1 to 30, or 30 to 1.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, on that video, I have a 91.8% like versus dislike, 168 likes, with 4,676 views and 65 comments. Uh, just recently I played a game called 98 XX, which is from, uh, Jackson G, a friend of the channel and also, uh, in our discord. Uh, Uh, he made a game and, uh, that video has like 4,600 views as well. Um, and those are right now my two most popular views. As far as average goes, it's hard to tell average because some of my earlier stuff doesn't have a lot of average views. Mm. Um, and the new stuff I post, um, I would probably say right now I average anywhere from maybe 20 to 40 views on average based on the game I'm playing like per day. Mm-hmm. Um, I can say based on my YouTube app that I have about 10,000 views um, on average by month. And I think <laughs> that 10,000, um, it, 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 I was talking to Stormy G about this the other day and it just blows my mind that, you know, um, right now for the last month, uh, you know, I'm averaging about fourteen hundred hours of watch time per month. It's really so awesome. Wow. Basically, you
0: made some great, great strides, to, to, great progress.
3: To know that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm bringing joy to someone in the world, and mm-hmm. not just someone, but some people in the world. Uh, that's really, really cool. So
1: that's so cool. Congratulations!
0: All you. right, here's that other question. Um, a little tougher, but I, I, I know we can knock it out here. Um, Eltassina asks, nope. "No, no, no, I missed it." The right, question go. is,
1: Mr. Penguin, can I can I read it?
0: Go for it. Yes, thank you.
1: This is a uh, Mr. Penguin asks. This is a very basic question, but it's one I've been curious about. What is your favorite game of all time, Flightless?
3: Oh, dear Lord. Um. <laughs> uh, so my favorite game of all time that is. That is that is like saying hey i have 10 kids and i have to decide what my favorite kid is <laughs> um I, I feel you I, I mean it's it's just really really hard to do uh i i i don't know if i can do that uh, i would probably say uh quest of glory uh 2 or quest of glory 4 one of them uh one of them is probably one of my favorites uh final fantasy 4 and 6 I can't choose. Like I said, I can't choose. Uh, so Quest for Royale Two, Four, Final Fantasy, 4 and 6. Um, they've been games that have meant a lot to me. Uh, Diablo 3, I played like thousands of hours worth, just grinding non-stop. So Diablo 3 is probably my most replayed game of all time. Ah. Uh, it, it's uh, I just played, uh, replayed a game on my channel recently called Shadow Hearts 2, or Shadow Hearts Covenant, mm-hmm. and I think that is one of the best RPGs I've maybe ever played. It's better than Final Fantasy X and that's that's something really hard to say. Uh, but it's it's really hard to choose what like my favorite game of all time is. I will say the most surprising game I played on my channel probably is uh, the second Zero Escape game, Virtue's Last Reward. Uh, Virtue's Last Reward was a game that just... I mean, that game had me in tears multiple times because I got so emotionally involved in this story and Mm. uh that was a great great game Uh, oh by the way uh no one asked this but i'm just gonna say this because (laughs) i have a bias when it comes to games okay and that bias is called laura bailey uh laura bailey so whenever there's a game with Laura Bailey in it, that game instantly goes to like the top of my list. And Virtue's <laughs> Last Reward. Is she a voice actress? The,
0: uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay.
3: So uh, in Virtue's Last Reward, one of the main characters is done by Laura Bailey. And Final Fantasy XIII 2, which is my maybe my third favorite Final Fantasy game of all time, the main actress is done by Laura Bailey. So whenever Laura Bailey is in a game, my that game just shoots up like a lot. And... You know it's it's weird how that works but you know when you when you have really good voice acting in a game that just can mm-hmm. elevate the game yeah and i'm a classic based gamer i'm not used to voice actors so yeah it's just i love it she's just got like the perfect gaming voice in my opinion mm-hmm.
1: no no laura bailey's great i know exactly what you mean i do too i love her yeah so mean, i can't even argue can't even
0: uh, mm-hmm. but... I, the name doesn't ring a bell but i'm sure that if i heard the voice i'd be like oh yeah, so. she's in so many.
3: She
1: things. Also, she also it uh, is a part of the critical role cast for D, like the D&D critical role. You know,
3: I've heard that, but I've never seen critical that. role playthroughs, which is weird because I would really love them. I guess it's just because I would see her talking and I'm used to seeing a character just the talk voice, with her yeah. voice. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, but she's a phenomenal voice actor mm-hmm. like oh,
3: she's amazing.
0: Yep, I agree well that's uh that's amazing that you shared so much of yourself with us today flightless bird it's it's uh again it's it's been a privilege to you know hear about your journey and and uh your personal struggles and your personal successes and we're just honored to have you as a part of our community and um I thank you so much for coming on the show uh do you have anything else to add to it
1: um No, I just, I appreciate you so much. I'm happy that you appreciated us. (laughs)
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) Enough to be around all the time. We love you. We love you so much. We're thankful that you're here and i'm thankful to banana tom for making you come over and hang out with us on twitch all the time yep that's right uh, and i can't huge, wait
3: play
0: diablo 4 with you
3: <laughs> yeah and yeah. huge uh, shout out to banana tom for getting me involved in uh the storm Cube community thank you for that yes uh, i want to say thank you for thank you both for allowing me to come on uh this this uh time just flew right by oh, I, oh I, yeah i feel like we could talk for like Five hours. Oh yeah, easily.
2: Um,
3: Easily. I do want to thank you all so very much. Uh, I love you guys greatly. Um, You guys matter so much. And don't forget to always be true to yourself, as I like to say. Uh, I do want to say that um, I am purely on YouTube. Uh, It's funny because I have like a a 17 followers on Twitch, even though I've never done a Twitch video. (laughs) Uh, So if you want to go check out the Story Based Gaming channel, you know. I know it's hard to navigate from Twitch to YouTube, but I would love to see you on YouTube sometime. Thank you so much. And uh you go check out Stormy's YouTube as well. He's got an amazing daggerfall video right here. Uh so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love you guys. And it's just been it's just been a joy and an honor. Um I'm going to stop talking because if I keep talking, I'll ramble for like 10 minutes. So <laughs> All
0: right. Like, thank, thank you, Flatless. We love you, brother. And uh, stick around. We'll chat a little bit at, at the end here. And uh, we'll we'll be hanging out very soon, as usual. <laughs> oh, man. What, oh, my goodness. What a lovely human being. I'm I'm so honored to have... have Get gotten a piece of that beautiful soul. I know. And, um, he's he's just got such a big heart. And, and, I know. And, and uh, I guys, I have I've been able to check out several of his streams on YouTube, and he's got just adorable content. So much fun. I love uh, it. Especially if you like some of those 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 uh, those classic JRPGs and and the, the like the the games that he's talking about. If you like any of those games, please go support flightless uh, with with a subscribe uh, on mm-hmm. YouTube because subscribe is following on YouTube for those who don't yeah. know um, most of you probably already know but uh, yeah please for we those gotta support. that I
1: just usually not on YouTube um...
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes
1: but... yeah oh. My heart is so big right now. It's
0: I know, so I know. I'm so I'm so grateful to Flightless for for joining us today. It's been a privilege and an honor to have him. Uh, before we go, um, tell us what time your your stream starts this afternoon. This,
1: this... In one hour time. In
0: one hour time. Fantastic. Cool. Cool. Uh, I won't be streaming just just again as a re- refresher. We won't be streaming Celeste anymore. Um, primary reason is, it was, uh, you know, Star Kitty and I are going to start doing date nights again on Friday nights. So, um, I uh, appreciate you guys so much. Uh, and, uh, before we go though, a uh, little teaser, who, who do we got for next week?
1: Let me double. Oh, I know. Uh-huh. I know.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Our next person is going to be an artist. Yes. An artist and D&D fan. Uh-huh. She's come in and has just been, like, hanging out Uh and just doing all the things, just hanging out with
0: us. Can't wait to see T-Cat next week.
2: (laughs)
1: T-Cat! T-Cat's next week! T-Cat's next week! Yes. yes. All right.
0: Thank you guys very much. We appreciate you. Thank you for joining us for Bandwidth and Banter today. Uh, You all have a great one, and uh, we'll see you in Druid's channel in about an hour. Good night.
2: Goodbye.